Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Kimmy Seltzer, and she helps men and women all over the world unveil their attractive self. Whether it's updating their image or transforming their dating life, her philosophy is simple. Work from the inside out to achieve your goals and boost your self-confidence. And that's the big bugaboo is the self-confidence thing. Isn't it, Kibby? Confidence is everything. And I think it's, you know, something that people don't think about as much, you know, in ways of the outcome of what people are searching for. And, and that includes love, you know, but through my journey and all the people that I've helped, people always at the end of their story realize that they end up having themselves, you know, meaning they, they find confidence within and that's what ends up helping them attract what they want. So, so all the other things are important. I mean, wearing yeah. the right clothes, doing the right things, learning how to talk to people. But unless you have that self-confidence aspect, that just doesn't take you there, does it, Kimmy? No, and I define confidence a little bit different than a lot of people. You know, I don't believe that there's one person out there that's not confident because I believe confident is experience. You know, you could find an area in your life where you feel really confident and maybe that's work, you know, and you have to think about before you learned your trade of work, how did you start? Where did you begin? Because most people weren't confident when they started. Right. And so you went to work every day, you practiced, you did it in repetition over and over again until it became you. And, you know, I find that when people aren't feeling good about themselves, and of course, I work with most people in the dating world, and they'll say to me, you know, I'm not feeling confident with my dating life. That's why I enjoy putting together a dating plan so that they're putting themselves in action so that they're practicing knowing how to date, especially later in life, because it is a, a whole new skill set that sometimes people have to learn. You know, and I think that's very important in this day and age, because, you know, what are the statistics right now? 50% of marriages don't make it with COVID that might be as high as 70% now or something like that. So that's thrown a whole bunch of new people out there in the relationship game. And yet, they don't have the skills to get through it. They've been living in a relationship all their lives. And then all of a sudden it's all changed. Yeah. I mean, that was me. <laughs> right. And you know, my story. And well, let's tell your story again, for those who don't know it. 
Yeah, because I think it's really important to what we're talking about. And, you know, I I always chuckle when I hear my bio being played back at me because, you know, the professional experience, obviously, I've been blessed to have all these things go on to help people. But really, it is my own transformation that inspired me. And it's why I'm so passionate about doing what I do. And it relates to this confidence issue. So that my story, as we're talking about confidence, I, I left too, because before when I it was this kind of girl from Chicago, lived a traditional life, had the husband, the dog, the picket fence, the kids. I still have the kids, by the way, but you know, this where the story is going. I felt really confident. I, I and I, you know, if somebody were to describe, you know, who is Kimmy Seltzer? Yeah, she's a pretty confident person. But then when something happens to you, and I know you have a very similar story, you know, when when you have adversity, just kind of slap you in the face. And for me, it was picking up, moving across the country, landing in Los Angeles and blindsided by divorce. All my confidence was shattered to the ground, like everything that I knew who I was wasn't any longer. And I literally didn't know what I was going to do with my new life because I didn't feel like me any longer, nor did I feel like I could help anyone. Right. And so this is up until then. And this is really important because it's kind of how I practice and teach people. I used to work from the inside out. And I think you might've mentioned that even in the beginning, but it wasn't until my story happened where I flipped the script and now I work from the outside in. And the reason that is, is because when I was in that state of depression, not knowing how to get, you know, out of bed and into life and start my life over, I had a ton of therapy, counseling, support system, like you name it, everything in here in my head said, I know this stuff. I should be able to do it. I should be able to get out of my own way but I couldn't, I I could not get out of my own way. And what transformed me is really taking a hard look in the mirror. And when I saw myself, I really saw myself. I hated what I saw. I mean, I, I was not wearing this like cute red top, right? I was wearing all black, a little bit of beige, maybe every now and then. And all the clothes were like three sizes too big for me. And I just like my outside reflected how I felt inside And I just remember I was in that fed up stage. That's usually when, you know, change happens. And I went shopping. This is where it all began. I went shopping and I'm like, shopping therapy, I'm going to feel better. And what am I doing? I'm pulling all the black clothes again. (laughs) You know, I think I'm up leveling myself, but no, it's the same story, right? It's a metaphor to what a lot of people do when they think that they're shifting and changing, but they're really not. And it wasn't until this personal shopper came up to me. She's my angel now, I call her. And she says, ma'am, I've been watching you. I really think you should try this on. And she holds up this red dress that looked like three sizes too small. And I said, that's very sweet of you, but it's not my size and it's so not my color. And she said, honey, that is your size. That is your color. Try it on. It was like she hit me over the head with a red dress and I call it my red dress moment. And when I came to, I said, you know, she's right. I got to do something different. I can't just think something different. I got to do something different. So I put on the red dress and I looked in the mirror 
bam, you know, there I was, you know, and, and to me in that moment, I felt like a princess because I looked like a princess. I hadn't seen myself like this in a very long time. And I bought the costume that day. I call it a costume because I still don't believe it. But I, I just wanted to practice wearing it. And all of all of these things started happening to me that you read in my bio. I mean, opportunities started knocking on my door. More importantly, suitors began to come my way. And I realized that the black clothes was really a cloak to keep me invisible from the world, invisible from you alien men, because truly deep down, I was just scared. I was hiding. So then I had to get really comfortable being seen. And that was also another story from there, you know, and this is why I really love the process that I work with people now because of the evolution of what I went through is that there's a symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner. And sometimes when you work on the outside, and I know you know this as a doctor when you worked on the outside too, the instantaneous confidence that can come from that. And then of course you have to do more of the inner work afterwards, but it was the quickest gateway into evidence of somebody feeling good about themselves when they see themselves a certain way. So so that's it. It, It's just, you know, I, you know, when I was a, a cosmetic surgeon, I mean, Botox was the number one tool. Now, why was Botox such an important thing? Well, it was an injection that was done right here. And that little area, when a person frowned all the time, made him look angry and mean. So a little bit of Botox was something that really changed their whole world. It stopped them looking angry. It stopped them looking mean. And all of a sudden, they weren't looking angry and mean. So they weren't angry and mean anymore. <laughs> People were approaching them. People were talking to them. People were saying, hey, how are you? because their real inner selves were being now why do people look angry and mean well you've got that teacher's look you've got that uh, you know that snarly look and wait 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 wait. we have a word for that by the way i love this have you heard of rbf no what's rbf resting bitch face can i say that here yeah yeah, i I think so really that is something that people have to protect themselves yes it, it, it's really something that people put on as part of that mask, in addition to the black clothes that they wear. Yeah, absolutely. God, if I knew you back then, I should have you come on my wing gal sessions and just do Botox. Because everyone's walking around with that RBF. Oh, yeah. And it, it is something like, you know, so when we create great first impressions, when we're trying to meet someone, and this is why I love the word charisma. It's the name of my podcast, Charisma Quotient. And I, I feel like it's this magnetism that draws people to you. And when you're in that positive magnetic energy, that's when opportunity starts. And it does start with what's written on your face and what you wear. Those two things are what makes up a first impression. So when you attack it from that sense, what you're wearing, your body language, your mood, the frowny face turned into a smiley face, like all of those things impact the way that people view you. And that determines how people treat you. Yeah, those are huge little elements there. Those are absolutely little elements that, that add to that persona. But again, before you can get to that, you need the confidence inside yourself. You need to be able to take that little step and say, I'm worthy of this. You have to take that step and say, look, I, I am not this person. I am a different person. 
And, and that's scary. That is terribly scary, Kip. You know that. Yeah, it is scary. And, and that's why sometimes people can think it, right? Like they can think about what you and I are saying. It's like, all right, I know I need to feel better about myself. I know I need to feel worthy in order to attract somebody fabulous. But knowing how to do that is where people get caught up, right? Like we all have patterns and habits that get created over time. And that includes the roles that we've had growing up, the roles that we have with partners and friends. And so the the best way to really, you know, disrupt a pattern, and I know you know this, is to, to do something that's different in action, right? And so like, I remember there's this woman I was working with and she she just thought she was the ugly duckling, right? And And there was no cognitive therapy that would be like effective for her to sit down and like say, no, you got to look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I love myself. You know that she tried all that. It, that wasn't working. She needed evidence by seeing herself differently. So I did a whole makeover on her. We had a photo shoot. I, I went out in the field and teaching her how to flirt I didn't have you at the time, so I didn't have Botox, but we worked on her smile <laughs> and all this stuff started happening. You know, she, she couldn't believe this new energy that she had. And no longer did she have this limiting belief that she was just the smart one in the family. She saw that she could be smart and beautiful, but she had to see it to believe it. Yeah. And those are little steps that people, you know, people have this little person inside their head. That keep they that keeps telling him you're not good enough. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just not worth it. You you have this this little image of yourself that's set probably in childhood or in young adulthood, and it keeps coming up when negative things happen, and those negative things beat on you and cause even more to come out. You, you know, those are the things people don't rise above. Those are the things that beat people down and keep them. Uh, caught in that cycle. It's true. I just got off the phone actually with a, a, a client that I'm probably going to be working with. And we were talking about that. There is a, a term in psychology called the familiarity principle. And what that means is that we all default back to what we know, good, bad, or indifferent. Right. And, and with this woman's case, she didn't even realize she was falling into that same pattern in who she was attracting. Like she had a father who was not in the picture when she was very young, her parents got divorced and she was on this constant quest to gain the love of her father, but she didn't even realize that that was happening. So she was in this relationship that was somebody who was not available to her. Like he kept coming back, leaving her, coming back, leaving her. It was like the same dynamic with, with dad. And it's just like, as we were talking on the phone, it was just kind of coming together for her. And she didn't realize that, oh my God, this is the same pattern. So then the question becomes, well, how do you break it? Right. And that's why I really consider myself more of a strategist than anything these days. Cause I think we're all pretty savvy to some of these things. It's just knowing the tools and how to shift all that. Yeah, I think so. What's the movie? Is it Stitch or something like that? Where that uh, that black actor is? Uh, oh, Hitch. 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 <laughs> you were so close. Yeah, Hitch. people call me Hitchette sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, and you are the female Hitchette. You, you are the person that does that. And Hitch is basically a funny thing where a person comes to him and wants to 
uh, meet this person that he considers to be out of his league, way out of his league. So he hires Hitch to put him in that mode of changing his brain, changing these things and getting him into that situation. Yeah, no, it is. Um, I, I often tell people I'm Hitch meets what not to wear. If you know that show, it was a makeover show. <laughs> And then people get it, you know, once they do. And, you know, what's been, you know, is it during the pandemic also, it's been really tough, you know, because now, even if it was hard for you to go out and put yourself out there, now we had to be indoors, right? And so figuring out ways to really connect with people has been actually a beautiful thing because I think it's forced people to slow down and really pay attention to what it is that they want. And there's this new thing called slow dating. You know, back in the day when we all used to court one another, it's kind of forcing people to do that again. And, And it's a beautiful thing. And because of that, I think people are able to connect in ways by being slower and more intentional in their connections and building healthier relationships right from the get-go. So I've been working with a lot of people virtually. So I'm taking Hitch online and doing a lot of like flirt workshops, which actually I have one coming up that I'll share with you at the end about. And, you know, I do virtual makeovers. And, and for me, it's been so fun to, you know, help people all over the world with just building confidence. And it and, and people can do this on their own. They just need a little guidance. Yeah. And, you know, I I think although we think of COVID as a negative thing, it's actually being a positive thing. You know, when I think of the the whole thing of three minute dating, I mean, how stupid that was. (laughs) You get your meeting a person every three minutes and going 20 or 30 people in a row and and trying really to uh, find out enough about them to find out you're going to like them for an extended period of time, all from that three minute interview. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, people have been getting really innovative with ways to meet one another nowadays. And, you know, I I think we're in a state of recalibration with it all, you know, back in the day when we didn't have the technology to meet lots of people, there were, were very little choices, right? So sometimes people ended up with people that weren't necessarily good for them either. No, and I, and I think the right. going on that blind date or that date and finding it's the date from hell is yeah. something necessary that they didn't want to be in that situation again either. Yes, exactly. Right. And then fast forward to now, now there's like, to your point, there's speed dating, there's online dating, there's, you know, all kinds of dating that's happening. And, you know, it's somewhere in between, you know, there's a balance with it all. But I think what what I enjoy doing is really helping people get more intentional with their dating plans. So they're really paying attention to who's good for them, but also what skills do they need to learn in order to leverage the their love life in a way that they want. Yeah, I, I think that's the important thing. And, you know, you, you know, for you and me, it's pretty obvious that people need coaches in per- parts of their life. Well, why is it so different for people need a coach in their relationship life? I mean, really, those are skills that people do not have. And so to get from point A to point B, the shortest way is a coach. It makes sense to have a coach in those ways as well. Yeah. And to me, 
It's also empowering because, you know, often I'll talk to people and, you know, they're blaming the man, they're blaming the woman, they're blaming the town they live in. And, you know, while there's certainly, you know, truth to your environment and external factors, you can't do anything about that unless you pick up and move or whatever have you. But the the empowerment is if you have guidance and change things about you, you can get a different result. I always say it's, it's a little bit like the matrix. We're doing so many movie talking today, you know, the matrix. Well, like you could walk in the same world and your reality is that you don't see anybody that that's good for you or you pick the wrong people. But when you have an intention and a plan where you're starting to look at the world a little different, it's like putting on a pair of goggles or glasses. You're in the same world, but you see things different. There was a woman, I, she, I love this story talking about perception. She called me up and she's like, you know, there's no one in this town. She lived in Canada. Actually, she was in Montreal. She walked to work every day. And she's like, I've scoured the town. I've dated everyone in here. There's no one good, you know, good enough for me. And I, I'm about to give up. I said, don't give up. I said, do me a favor. I want you for the next week, because she hired me. And just this is your first homework assignment. I want you to take the same route to work every single day. But this time, I want you to take the blinders off. And I want you to look around and notice who's noticing you. Just, just do that exercise and then report back to me. She's like, oh, okay. So she comes back a week later. She says, Kimmy, do you have a voodoo doll? I said, no, I do not have a voodoo doll. I'm not that powerful. What magic did you create for yourself? And she said, I cannot believe what just happened. So I did what you said. And I went to work and I think it was the next day. And I see this really handsome gentleman sitting on a bench. And I see that he's looking at me and I'm looking at him. And before I knew it, we start talking. And before I knew it, he asked for my number. And before I knew it, I had a date with him and I really like him. That guy ended up being her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's true that we all wear blinders. We all keep ourselves in our own little box, so to speak, and we don't want to get out of that box. And that is the, the danger a person gets into when they want to get into a relationship. And, you know, it becomes a limiting factor on that relationship. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and I, I always tell people, like, I believe you if, if you're feeling like things aren't happening, but, you know, it's usually when you get to that state of being fed up and you're wanting to change, it might force you to do something that's really uncomfortable, but that's where change happens, right? It's, it's doing things that are super foreign to you. And, and that's something that you can have control over. And again, it goes back to that skill building, um, you know, in the flirt workshop that I have coming up, it's fun because it's co-ed and I just teach people skills around that, you know, and, and then we practice it together. Even something simple like conversation skills. I noticed that that's something, the art of conversation has been really lost, especially with these apps that were going so fast. And when you know a couple things that you could do to move a conversation along, to, to get the opposite sex, to know that you're fun, that you're flirty, that you're attracted to that person. Even just little things like that can move the needle to the next level. 
Yeah, without conversation skills, I think it's a very, very tough go in life to really do anything. I, I think conversation is, is a very fundamental skill and it certainly has been lost, especially as people use their apps and their texting and, mm -hmm. and text in one syllable or one letter and, and, and things like that. It becomes something that people just don't do it properly anymore. No. And oh my God, like even phone conversations, there was a woman I was working with and she was terrified of the phone. I found it fascinating. And, you know, what she told me is that she relies so heavily on the visual cues of, of what the person was giving her and ways of feedback that it would help her know how to move the conversation. I said, well, for that very reason is why you, you should not have the visual, but I want you to have the confidence to say how you feel without worrying about how others are perceiving you. Cause that was her problem. She kept shape-shifting into what others wanted of her. And so even just those little exercises like that really helped her. And she's like, you were so right. And it was hard for her. She, she thought the phone was just like anxiety provoking for her. But then again, it goes back to that repetition and practice after she did it, she really enjoyed it. And she found herself listening better and really connecting better too. Yeah, that's huge. Well, Kimmy, you know, we're almost at the end of our call already. This always happens to us. <laughs> it does. We can talk for another three hours. I know. Uh, this show is called How to Live a Fantastic Life. What advice do you have for people on how they can live a fantastic dating life? Well, you know, I'm going to say just flirt with life. That is. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. I'm giving you, you that. You knew that. You, you fed me that. I, mean, I fed on. you that on an open platter. <laughs> and I took it and I ate it up. You know, but it really is true. People get really scared of that word flirting. And there's a lot of associations and connotations of that word, which is why I love teaching about it, because it is, and again, it's not something we're born with. It's a skill that we learn. And it's not really what most people think it is. And I want to point out it's not a four-letter word. It's a five-letter word, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Yeah, so you have to come to the workshop to find out more on that five-letter word. I love it. And you are running a workshop very soon. Tell people about it. Yeah. So the workshop is February 11th. And as I said before, it's for men and women. And it's not just a talking head with a bunch of lessons. I am actually going to have this be interactive where people not only learn my secret ingredients to flirting, but also practice them. It's going to be fun. It's going to be flirty. This is kind of like that positive energy and is what your podcast is all about to to live a fantastic life and to kickstart your love life in there. Because when you feel good about yourself, when you look in the mirror and you feel sexy, that's what other people do, too. And so I'm super excited about it. We're going to start. We start in the evening, 430 Pacific time, and we go for a couple hours from there and yeah, I hope you join us. And I'm happy to give your listeners a little discount too. So I'll give you a code for that. Um, okay. So I just want people to come and have fun. Okay, well, I'll get you to email me that code and we'll put it in the show notes for this and people can get it. And uh, you'll give me the contact information that we can put in the show notes as well. 
Absolutely. Or you can go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. I'll have it up there too. And you can find me on all my socials at Kimmy Seltzer. And I want you to also check out Kimmy Seltzer's website because there's a lot of great information there. And if you miss this website, I want you still to check it out because there's lots of good stuff. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. It's always so much fun to have you on the show. You're so bubbly and light. It really makes it a great day. Oh, thanks. Right back at you. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Hope to talk to you soon. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Did you know that you can get a free copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life? Yep. Just visit 13gpnow.ca and we'll send it right to you. That's the number 13gpnow.ca. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.